0: I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the E-Commerce Badassery Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Chitillo-Coster. Let me ask you a question. How many marketing activities are you doing in your business right now? If you haven't sat down to think about it lately, grab a pen and paper because it's time to dig in. In true Jessica fashion, this wasn't my scheduled episode for today. When I was working on the one I initially intended on publishing, I realized I was missing a step. To do the thing I'm walking you through in that episode, we had to talk about your plans for 2024 first. That statement will make more sense when the episode goes live next week. But for now, let's stay focused on what you're doing in your business in 2024. So back to the question. How many marketing things are you doing in your business right now? How many sales channels are you selling on? How many things are you doing to try and get visibility and revenue in your business? Here are some that might be on your list. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, email. I hope that one is on your list. Pinterest, product launches, paid social, Google ads, a rewards program, a Facebook group, brand ambassadors, influencers, blogging, maybe affiliate marketing. You might be doing SEO, wholesale, working on getting PR placement, or even have an in-person component to your business. Now ask yourself, which ones of those are you doing well? Which ones of those do you enjoy doing? Which ones of those do you constantly shame yourself for not doing well enough? Which ones do you wish were performing better? And notice, I'm not necessarily talking about numbers here. Yes, the numbers are important, and you'll want to look at those to confirm whatever you come up with, but for now, I just want you to answer with your gut. Before we go any further, let's back up and talk about why we're having this conversation. As expected, the transition from one year to the next inevitably has every entrepreneur reevaluating where they're at in their business and what they want to focus on going forward. That's just humans in general, I guess. Me personally, I love these kinds of conversations. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I consider myself lucky because not only do I get to talk to product-based business owners like you, but also other online educators and service providers like me. Whether it's students, clients, biz friends, or mentors, we're all trying to figure out our best next steps. But here's what's really interesting, and I am making a pretty sweeping generalization here, but it still rings true. Those in the online education service provider space are all looking to simplify. Maybe that looks like letting go of a marketing activity, possibly streamlining their programs or consolidating their tech stuff. On the flip side of that, though, product based business owners are asking me what they should add to their business. Should they start wholesale? Do they need to implement an affiliate program? Should they start a Facebook group? Should they do XYZ? Why there's a difference across industries, I have no idea. It might be more related to time in business or revenue level, truth is, I didn't bother to figure that part out. So yeah, my data might be skewed, but that doesn't change the fact that at the end of the day, simplicity scales. So for my product-based biz friends who are wondering if they should try that next thing, of course, the answer is it depends. Isn't that the most annoying answer ever? For some of you, it's gonna be yes, But for most of you, it'll be no. That's not to say you never try or do something new, that you never expand your marketing activities, but you've got to optimize what you're already doing before you try and add something new to your plate. We've also got to be realistic about the input that's required to get the output that you're looking for. And do you even like it? Let's use an affiliate program as an example. Sure. You could launch an affiliate program, but can you work the affiliate program? Can you find the people, engage with the people, get them the assets, convert customers well enough to your site that the affiliate makes money and wants to keep promoting you? Or how about wholesale, especially big box wholesale? Sure, if you want to get your products into big chain retailers, awesome. Do you have the capacity to manufacture the units required? Are you prepared not to get paid up front? Are you willing to do your part of sending your audience to their stores to buy their products so they know that it sells and that they'll buy more? Are you prepared to give them markdown money or take back product if it doesn't sell? Will you be able to maintain the rest of your business so that if you lose one of those big wholesale clients for some reason, you can weather the storm? I don't say these things to discourage you or scare you. I say this because I don't want you to spin your wheels on shit wasting energy that could be better spent somewhere else. I say this because it's easier to try new things than it is to optimize the existing thing. Believe me, I get it. I love to start new things. But as we move into the new year, I also want to do my part to be that little bug in your ear that reminds you, you don't have to do all the things to be successful. You just have to do a few things really well, and you want to make sure you're doing them in the right order, too. I had a call with a podcast listener the other day. She reached out about optimizing her email. Did I tell this story already? I'm getting a little deja vu. Anywho, I easily could have said to her, yes, let's revamp your email strategy. But instead, what she needed to focus on was getting new traffic. She has a stale list from a previous brand. The people getting her emails aren't the right people. No amount of optimization can fix that. With so little data to work with, it makes a lot more sense to focus on getting new eyeballs first and then going back to the optimization piece. For another student, she tested out a whole bunch of list growth and email marketing strategies in 2023. Now she has a ton of fresh data and so email optimization makes perfect sense for her. That's why she's part of Email Badassery, the live program I'm running that just kicked off this week. So let's go back to that list you made at the beginning of this episode. Do you really need to keep doing all of those things? Is there something you can drop that probably won't have any effect on your bottom line other than saving you time and money? She's not a product-based business, but a course creator I follow completely cut her YouTube strategy in 2023 because she just wasn't feeling it. Guess what happened? It freed her up to try some other things. It gave her more free time outside of her business, and she still saw a 25% increase in her revenue and profit last year. Completely cutting that one marketing channel didn't hurt her at all. It helped. Now that you've gone through that list with your feelings, let's get some facts to back it up. Go dive into your numbers. Figure out what is draining your time. What isn't as profitable as it could be? What could you probably let go of and reallocate that energy somewhere else? Try and do that before next week's podcast episode, because having that list solidified will help you implement the thing we're going to talk about. All right, friend, that's a wrap. It was a shorty today. Thanks so much for hanging with me through this tough love-ish episode. Know that it's all because I care and truly want the best for you, okay? Amazing. I hope this new year is treating you well so far. Have a kick-ass rest of your week, and I'll see you on the flip side, friend.